Hello and welcome to This AFL Life. I am your host, Alison Smirnoff, and I'm joined by my co-host, Susan Cadman. Welcome. Thank you. And as we touched on last week, uh, Rachel Hibbert is sunning herself in uh, Perth at the moment. So filling in for her is Alex Reynolds. It's a tough life, Hibber. I feel like you're uh, constantly somewhere around Australia, so hope you're enjoying yourself. Now, Alex, uh, you're a two-time Darabin Premiership player and you were the VFLW list manager last season. I was. Yes. Yeah. Um, Going to pull on the boots again in 2020? I don't think I am. Um, no, I think I'm going to, yeah, call it, um, go out on a high and play a bit of pub footy, I think. Oh, yeah. sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> Is this breaking news that you're breaking here on this podcast? <laughs> yeah, heard it here first. Oh, I'm in shock. Yeah, sorry guys. Yeah, I'm a bit disappointed. I thought you were gonna. I thought you were definitely playing this. I know. Year. I talked about. I talked to the comeback up a fair bit. <laughs> <laughs> the comeback's been coming. Yeah. yeah. Were you? You were just gauging interest. There wasn't enough, uh, like enthusiasm yeah, about it or something. <laughs> yeah, probably. No, I think it's. Uh, yeah, there's a, probably a few contributing factors. Um, mostly feeling old and. Um, body being a bit sore just from, you know, the warm-up lap. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, a few family considerations and, and other things like that. But uh, I'll definitely be down here as much as I can. Any excuse, put me behind the canteen. Yep. Whatever. So, round one, AFLW, done and dusted. I, I have to tell you, Friday night, it felt like Christmas. I was... Yeah. I got caught up. Yeah. <laughs> I was very excited. She was very slow moving on Saturday. I can <laughs> confirm. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> I thought I was the view monster. <laughs> no, it was so exciting. Um, I thought, you know, similar sort of feelings to, to round one of the first season, I reckon. It was, yeah, mm. pretty, pretty exciting stuff. What do you think it is about AFLW? I, I mean, I just love how you can walk into the ground and – just you know bump into a million people that you know it's just that community feel mm. I mean that that's that's my take on it do you guys feel similar yeah I think it's I mean particular people have been around football f women's football mm. for a while it's it's never going to get old yeah going down to an AFLW match and the excitement will always be there, I think. Yeah. And, yeah, like you said, it's the community. It's like community on steroids now. It's yeah. just yeah. gotten so huge. And, honestly, I think, like everyone, the best, best, best bit is seeing all the kids there oh. running around cheering for their, their favourites. Like, it, it's just – I would just go just to people watch. Yeah. 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 yeah, totally. And I think, like, seeing, you know, young women down there supporting – young women playing is awesome but I think also for old women <laughs> that have been around women's footy for ages or footy in general like I don't enjoy going to men's games because you know I feel unsafe and um, like you know you don't quite belong but you just want to be there and enjoy the game and you know that reminder when you walk down to Icon Park and you look around and you see you know such a diverse crowd but you're all there for for the same reason and to support women that's pretty exciting to me. Yeah. So the game yeah. Carlton looked pretty good. Yep. Yep. They were pretty exciting. Yeah, I think I definitely were – I guess I'll eat my words. I didn't know what to expect from Carlton. I think every year they promised so much and haven't quite delivered. Even, you know, even though they made it to the final, mm. it still didn't feel like mm. they should have been there in a way. 
last season. I mean, I think that's probably unfair of me to say, but I think that was the most complete performance from Carlton I've seen so far. Yeah. Um, and had they kicked straighter, it would have been an even more impressive. Yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely. And it's interesting without Bree Davey, whether that's sort of a bit of a motivation to, you know, put in a bit of a team performance, kind of gets you off and about to prove people wrong. Um, but also maybe it's a structure thing that, you know, they know they don't have a there that they can rely on as much and everyone's got to contribute. And, you know, I think they had a lot of contributors across the board compared to, I mean, a lot of games I've seen, you know, yeah. I thought they had some really solid role players and, um, yeah, it worked for them. Yeah, they structured up behind the ball mm. so well. Like from defence, they were really, really structured. But I, I also – their ruck division is – really strong yeah like I mean, moody and downy yeah. and they can you know downy in particular you know hitting the scoreboard mm. yeah they're looking really dangerous yeah i think i think watching the game at the grounds it was really clear to see that the numbers behind the ball especially off their half back line i mean richmond just could not get it through it yeah. was they were so they held it so well it was really impressive and that's where they created a lot of the run yeah. Mm. um yeah i think it was just, yeah, like I already said, an all-round performance. It was really, really impressive. Yeah. I think a standout in the first quarter was Katie Loins, like, you mm. know, having that sort of co-captaincy and, you know, she's a bloody solid player and um, takes on responsibility and, you know, gets stuff done. Yeah, you know, she does. Kicks a goal and gets everyone up and about and, yeah, she was really important to sort of set yeah. the tone of the game early on. Oh, totally. She, I love Loinsy. She is like... I've probably said this on the podcast before, but she's like a just a human battering ram, and I just I love it. And then when, yeah. you know, and she kicked that goal, and she just gets her team up. She's just so passionate. I yeah. bloody love it. Talking about battering rams, can I just say that the number one thing that I noticed as a step up from last season is the tackling was incredible over yes. the weekend. Oh. The intensity, the the clean tackling. It wasn't it wasn't messy. It was. There were some seriously hard hits yeah. and I loved it. It yes. was so great. Yes. One that stands out majorly for me and I didn't watch, I didn't go to every game. I only went to the the Friday night match and watched a few on telly and there was a hit on the boundary line between Hannah Scott and oh. a St Kilda player. I don't know who it was. Sorry. I was just about to say oh, that. Like, just like, I don't know how the girl got up but... <laughs> You know, Scotty was going for the ball, totally fair. Yeah. Like, hit her flush front on and, you know, probably I presume pretty young young woman gets up, plays on, and I was just like, yes, this is footy. Like, yeah. you know, that's what it's about. Um, another big takeaway for me on the weekend and, like, it was on show on Friday night, but the kids are all right. I mean, McAvoy, first game, phenomenal. Maddie Prisparkis in her second season, phenomenal. Like, Brie who? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Game changes, yeah. like, honestly. Yeah. Um, and we saw it right across the board. Um, Patrikios at St Kilda, mm-hmm. Roxy Rue for Frio. Like, they just – the future of this game is just going to rise exponentially. Like, these kids are so good. Absolutely. And I feel like they're the first sort of generation to come through from junior levels and we're actually seeing – how much of a difference that makes and, you know, all the sort of banter about 
you know, comparisons of men and women's footy. Like this is this is women's footy when they get an opportunity that's the same, you know, yes. and they can bloody play and, um, you know, and they star in a competition of girls that have been playing for 10, 15 years, women, you know. So, yeah, it was it's so exciting. Yeah. And we can't forget some of the second-year players who mm. are still very, very young. Yeah. Um, we had a few returning from injury. Izzy Huntington. Yeah. Who played for the Bulldogs. Looked like she hadn't. Looked like she'd been there, you know, ten years already. Yeah. And Nina Morrison making a return over in Fremantle. Um, from what I saw, she was very solid as well. Yeah. And then we have um, up at the Giants, Elise Parker, who just really put on a dominant display up there. She really, she's. I think we already talked about it last week, but just such a smooth, clever, clever player. Yeah. yeah. And in the conditions, you know, she just made the right call. You know, was. Clearing the footy, getting it forward, surging the ball, and um, yeah, she was the difference for for quite a while. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah I think her slightly bigger body helped in the conditions, but the different gameplay that you need in torrential sideways rain, <laughs> where you can't see in front of you, is exactly that. Just get the ball out and get it moving, and she really led her team really well. Yeah, in that game. Yeah. Um, more generally, what did we? What did you make of the expansion teams? I mean, you know, you look at the win-loss column, they didn't get a win. Uh, personally, I think um, St Kilda, I think, did really well. I mean, they got jumped early, but it was. I think the game was a lot more even than the scoreboard suggests. Yeah. I, like, my initial thoughts with the expansion teams is just, like, how exciting is it that more women get more of an opportunity and, you know, there's – women that have been playing for a few years now that are now leading teams and um, we're seeing different sides of players that we weren't able to see in teams stacked full of, um, you know, skill. And, um, yeah, I thought that was really exciting. Um, I thought Richmond looked good at times. Um, Mm. They they had some really solid contributors and they probably just didn't settle as well as Carlton did early on. I mean, you know, Carlton's played in a match – pretty similar a few times now and yep. um, Richmond just looked a little kind of overwhelmed for the first half. Yeah. Um, and just weren't sort of able to, to sort of settle back in, but I reckon they'll win a few. Yeah. Yeah, same. I think that, yeah, like I said, it was just so good to see them out there with with the Suns probably need another week to really get that insight. But And Richmond were up against the Carlton team that were just a real juggernaut. Yeah. Love to see them play against each other. Um, that would be really interesting. I think they're probably where we expect at this point. Yeah. I don't think there's any surprises, really. Mm. And the only thing we just think round by round, it's only going to get better. Yeah, totally. So the GWS Gold Coast game, uh, GWS got out of jail, snuck home with, with a win. Again, like you picked it last week, Caddy, like it's either 45 degrees or torrential rain at Blacktown. Blacktown <laughs> I don't know if you've heard, but it's raining in Sydney a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Anyone that lives there, they'll definitely talk about it. <laughs> I mean, it, maybe it's a bit hard to get a you know, complete handle on, on Gold Coast given the conditions. What were your main observations from the game? I think that uh, it was... <laughs> It was a, just a tough game. It was just so hard fought. The fact that who was it who got 
nominated for Mark of the Week in those conditions from the Giants. Rebecca Richo Privatelli. Yes. Unbelievable. Because yeah, how the hell do you mark it. a yeah. how do you mark a ball in those conditions? We're going to we're going to talk about uh, Richo. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I mean, have a bit of a you know a bit of a soft spot for her being an ex Falc and played a lot of footy with Darabin um, early on in her career. Went over to um, the Eastern Devils to. I guess sort of probably challenge herself and um, you know get opportunity in in different roles. Um, you know we were pretty um, talented, stacked side at the time. So um, you know she made a good call for her sort of footy life and um, yeah was drafted to GWS pretty late in the first season and um, got delisted and worked her worked her ass off the last couple of years to get back on the list and to come out and. What, I think she took sort of three contested marks in the first half mm. in those conditions, you know, and they, they weren't, you know, they were really important marks and she just, you know, looked a cut above really. She was such a solid contributor and I just was, yeah, really happy for her, absolutely thrilled. Yeah. She's always been an amazing contested mark, hasn't yeah, she? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And, you know, she's she's a, you know so athletic she's you know a good size she marked the ball well kicks the ball well um and she's a lovely person and you know so deserves um i guess seeing the fruits of her labor and and um it's so nice when players you know maybe they weren't quite ready at the time and they they know that and they work she stayed in sydney and has built a life there and um it's paying off for her and i'm just yeah really really happy for her mm. yeah i think there's a couple of Giants girls who were sort of in the same boat that came, jumped off the list, have come back on. And I think it's a, it's a real sign of their commitment that they've done that work. But also for the Giants to, to really believe and give give their girls a second shot. And I think maybe not every club would do that. Mm. And I think that that's also should be acknowledged as well. Absolutely. And I think the Giants have extra motivation, you know, when you are in New South Wales and your access to talented players is probably a little less than other states. And, um, you know, it's hard to get girls to move there. Um, you know, I think there's there's motivation from them to actually put the development and the time and effort into those players um, and maybe other clubs need to sort of pay attention to that and, and sort of acknowledge that, yeah, putting a little energy into the girls that aren't quite there yet will actually probably pay off down the road. Mm. Um, Brandon Jack wrote a great article this week. How did we feel about that? Oh. <laughs> Had me absolutely cheering. Yeah. It's just... I know that this is an age-old argument and I don't want to give voice to trolls, but unfortunately what we need is more men, especially AFL-related men, Mm. just talking about AFLW as a sport. And he just debunked all of those arguments. So in one, you know, one foul sweep. Yep. And it it was fantastic and it was really, really great to hear that positive mm. encouraging um i guess opinion mm. of particularly of a game that was getting a lot of flack yeah. as well for the low score yeah but it, like the conditions were yeah. like <laughs> yeah they were woeful yeah i think my take was a little bit different and like yeah. not to take away from um this the sort of impact that his 
you know, and he's written a few sort of articles about pretty topical things over the last kind of couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Adam, Adam Good's one was something that he was pretty strong in his opinion and, um, mm. you know, it was received really well. Um, but to, it frustrates me, like as a, you know, woman that's loved women's sport for my whole life and, and you know, reads that stuff on Twitter and has conversations with people that say that stuff. Like, well, yeah, we've been saying it, man. Like, yeah. bloody hell. <laughs> you know, that reading it, I was like, that's nothing new. They're the arguments that we've been having with people in pubs for years. And like... I think it's awesome that he's come out and it's public and, you know, he's he's obviously got um, a following and um, the respect in the industry and I think, you know, bloody good on him. We need it. Mm. Um, but everyone else, like, listen to the girls as well. Like, you yes. know, we're yeah. saying it. Listen to the women. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. So, yeah. Well, because I'm, I'm probably – I'm a foot in each camp. Like, I, I, I loved it. It was – <laughs> I mean, and it's what we've all been saying. I mean, I, what I love about women's footy is that it is contested. And, like, I'm off men's footy because it's not. Because the mm. ball pings around and I just – it's just – there's no – I think there's real kind of drama in the contest. Um, what really annoys me or has annoyed me in round one is, like, I don't care if an AFLM coach is at the game – watching like don't interview him I don't care like I'm sure I'm sure they're all lovely guys and I'm sure all the clubs are doing great things to give their women's teams equal billing but don't have a camera shot of a random male player or coach while the game is on like because a man likes AFLW doesn't validate my love of it anymore like it just just focus on the game. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And yeah. yeah, I think I don't want to go there talking about the amount of X M players who have slid into coaching roles. Oh, yep. Because that's my other favourite topic. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I agree. It, there was a lot of it. Mm. It seems – it seemed – as someone who watched every game on the weekend, <laughs> it was too much. Yeah. Because it was every game. Yeah. It was every single game. Every single game. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if you're going to talk to someone, you know, talk to a family member or a girlfriend or a partner or, you know, something slightly interesting. Or a player. Or yeah. a player you know, that's or injured a, yeah. or... Or a coach of the women's side. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what was really nice to see on TV? What? Daisy Pierce and her little oh. cutie kids. Like, stop it. Stop it, Daisy. You're just a bloody amazing person and then you've got two gorgeous little babies and yeah. I just thought she was, you know, didn't miss a beat. Yeah. Oh, she was She was sensational. Sorry, and segue. Like, segue, I just had to talk about the babies. Yeah. It's all, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, that game, huge result for Melbourne – I mean, if, if North were ever going to knock off Melbourne, you would think it would be when they don't have Lily Mithen and Lauren Pierce. you know, probably Lauren Pierce in particular. Catherine Smith. Smitty, Shay Sloan as well. Yeah. I think in such a tight, like we've seen in previous seasons, how, you know, a, a game lost by two points against a opposition that, you know, they're both going to be super competitive throughout the season, I imagine, and um, that might be the thing that gets Melbourne into finals um, and North misses out because of it. So I mm. think, you know, North would be pretty 
pretty disappointed with that and um, I'm just, I guess, my little allegiances to a few ex-Falcons and, and Darabin players, Gabby Colvin playing her first game yeah, and Gab. getting a win. Um, you know, I was just really happy for them that um, that they got over the line in the in the first game. Yeah. And again, like tough conditions. I mean, it's it's windy at Casey Fields it is on, so a st- on a still day. I've played there where it's like been five mil of water, like muddy, disgusting. I think Emma Carney put me on my ass like 40 times. <laughs> like it was just gross and you couldn't move the ball. Like, yeah. And you know, I, when it's nice, it's really nice, but it can be bloody awful. Mm. I mean, because that's the other thing. I mean, I don't know if it's, it's it's probably a combination of the two, but, you know, time of year plus the grounds that they play at it just games AFLW games get so weather affected mm. it's just really frustrating yeah no roofs on the on the ground yeah. yeah yeah exactly no, apparently um, Vic Park was even pretty blowy so yeah, yeah Vic Park was windy it really was and some of the some of the trolls were out in force maybe you know maybe suggesting that the ground needs to be smaller but I think Geelong put that to bed yeah. with a coast-to-coast goal of oh. two kicks, Rocky Cranston getting oh. on the end of it. Oh. I'm, like, obsessed with it, like, I have <laughs> to wa- be honest. I have, wa- I have watched <laughs> that goal many times. That is incredible. It's seriously, so it's, two, it's two kicks. I'm just, like, if you think Rocky Cranston five years ago playing for North Geelong, like, you know, she was always good, always had potential, but the player she is now is – you know, I don't know, worlds away from that and she's amazing. She's a superstar. Yeah, totally. She reinvented herself, you know, she and this is the thing, like, you know, give girls a chance to, you know, give put the time and energy into them to be athletes and invest in them and this is what happens. She handballed to herself, running full pelt, kicks a goal. Oh, yeah. you know, Buddy Franklin-like, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. And how about in that game, four goals to... Duffy, four goals to Duffy, unreal. Oh, yeah, and she's another like second year player yeah, as well. Just, just looked so comfortable out there and was just, you know, pulling them down and just slotting them. Yeah, everywhere off the field, it was really. It yeah, was I had her on my fantasy team and I took her out, and now I'm like, what? Wow. And I was, what was I thinking? <laughs> what were you I thinking? do nothing, <laughs> and now I'm not going to do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> there was a few uh, ACLs over in the. In the West over the weekend? Yeah. Well, what do you reckon? Uh, well, we've had three in round one. Uh, look, I, is it more prevalent? I don't know. I don't know if we just talk about it more. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. like, I f- it's just a chance for people to be like, another woman's injured playing footy. Yeah. You know, like, I I think ACLs, I think statistically ACLs are more prevalent in women's sport. Yeah. Generally. Yeah. Um, but we have like less prevalence of a bunch of other injuries. So yeah, like soft tissue injuries yeah. aren't as prevalent. Yep. So I don't know. It's just, I guess they're so season defining, but so would a hamstring in an eight week season. So it doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it does matter. It does matter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, as you, you know, would have heard me bang on about Meg Mac last week and her oh. four week injury that ends up being half a season, but Meg I, I digress. <laughs> so up in Brizzy. I feel like I need to make an apology to Queensland football in general. 
The floor's yours. <laughs> I mean, Gold Coast were, I think, surprised a lot of us getting as close as they did to GWS. I know conditions are... They all a le- played well. Conditions are a leveller, but they, they yeah. were solid, yeah. you know. And again, setting up well from defence. You've got Kasler Kaz- and, and Virgo and, and Jamie Stanton was just everywhere. But Brisbane were amazing. Yeah. I love Kate Lutkins like you would not believe. <laughs> she is. Shout out to Katie. She is so good at football. She was just phenomenal. And I just, it's probably it's probably partly ignorance because we don't see a lot of Queensland footy. But but I think knowing who they've lost. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like if you yeah. consider huge names, yep. Sabrina Frederick, Nat Exxon, Kate McCarthy, Sam Virgo. Kasler. Leah Kasler. Yeah. There's more and I'm just yeah. not thinking about it. Caitlin Ashmore in the last few years. I mean, you know, they were from the premiership side, well, you know, the grand first final grand side. final side. They look totally different. Yeah. And to be able to keep producing, you know, great games of footy and competing like that is just amazing. And I think a testament as well to the club and, you know, Craig and, yeah, the, the program they've got up there because I've heard pretty good things. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah, they definitely surprised everyone, including the crews, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Not um, ideal for them. Not ideal. Again, it was very wet. Yeah. Perhaps Brisbane were more used to those conditions, considering the tropical nature of the weather. Yeah. But still doesn't take away from their performance at all, I don't and think. Hatchard had no problem finding oh. the footy, so yeah. what's everyone else's excuse? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, she was unbelievable. Yeah. Um, for those that weren't tuned into the game, and Hatchard got 35 possessions, 18 kicks, 17 handballs. It's pretty amazing when you consider the length of the game. It's incredible. And like round one, she's not like – she. I think she's been a solid contributor mm. for years, but yeah. she's not someone that you'd probably put up there with their – you know, like, one of their ones that finds a footy yeah. like that. Mm. But I guess when you're missing Chelsea Randall and Aaron Phillips, who probably rack up 60 between them each game, someone yeah. else has got to get it. And yeah. She put her hand up. So, bloody and impressive. I think, I think last season she definitely showed what she had. Yeah, So, sure. I don't think it's a complete surprise. But you're right. Just having that that, that big gap that sits there now. Yeah. Um, her Between her and Ebony Marinoff, like, that's – just the two of them without everyone else who's in the team. Like, that's a, they're just such a strong team. Cruz is really um, – I think they'll be um, very disappointed in their loss, mm. I would say. Yeah. I mean, I was – yeah, I was quite surprised. Go the Lions. Mm. Yeah. Good yeah. on them. Yeah, good on them. You know. So, there was a bit of uh, – well, today is Tuesday. The episode may get released later in the week. I don't know when. <laughs> But after Tuesday. After Tuesday. Um, there was a bit of Twitter action today about... There's always a bit of Twitter action. <laughs> People love to shoot off a tweet. <laughs> they do. Uh, especially me. No. <laughs> um, there's a bit of uh, bit of chatter about whether or not to add an M to AFL. Alex, how do you feel about all of this? Um, have an opinion. We love opinions on this AFL life. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so this is a tricky one, I think, because I I understand, um, I guess, the sort of women's footy advocates kind of pushing for for this. And, um, you know, I can totally 
um, understand sort of where they're coming from. But I have a bit of a controversial opinion. I think that for me it's a distraction. I think that, Mm. um, you know, the AFL branding is the AFL and like the NBA and like the NBL and like, you know, all the sort of national sporting bodies in the world um, have been created based on a male brand of sport. And I just think now's not where we're at to be discussing whether we add an M on the end of AFL. Mm. Um, I think it takes away from the issues that we need to help fight for for our current female players, and that is yes. extending the season, paying them for the work that they do, yes. supporting them so that yes. they don't have to work 30 hours a week or not go to uni or quit their jobs. Take leave so without that, pay. Yeah, so yep. that they can perform at a level that people on Twitter thinks – think it you know is an elite level and I think that for the AFL then to have to come out and sort of you know clarify that oh no we, we're not going to rem- you know add an M to AFL it's like no shit like of course you're not like that's <laughs> fine and like <laughs> you know why are we all talking about this it just adds fuel to like yeah the cis white male agenda <laughs> essentially <laughs> it's true because and we heard enough from them stop talking stop talking <laughs> exactly because um something that i loved on the weekend was um bet goddard you know she referenced the fact that jess swooshner 19 days out from the season was working a night shift and was electrocuted at 2 30 in the morning and no one should be electrocuted to be fair no, like no one should, whether you play aflw or not no one should be electrocuted no one, at work no one should be electrocuted at work absolutely and definitely not at 2 30 in the morning when you're working night shift but just let's just break this down she's working night shift 19 days out from the season how is she balancing training on working night shift? Like, you know, these are the conversations that we need to be having. Like, we talk about a level playing field. Like, women are just expected to be better, but they have all of these other things that they have to manage. And like you say, you know, Steph Kiochi, she's taking leave without pay, you know, and she's lucky that she can do that. But it's just, that is not, the AFL talk about a sustainable competition the way the players are living at the moment is not sustainable. No, and I think that they would acknowledge that. And I reckon these agendas, changing the name of a, of a national competition and thing is actually driven by the internet trolls and, you know, yeah. unsatisfied male football fans that just want to, I guess, get attention, you yeah. know. And I think that, yeah, it distracts from the real issues and, and we – as female football supporters and um, supporters of these women, like, I'm just not going to buy into it. Mm. I, you know, I don't care. No, thanks. I'd rather go to a game, turn up, buy memberships and yell and scream my support of them, you know? Yeah, it's true. I mean, it's funny. Like, I use AFLM because my default football is AFLW. (laughs) So, I use AFL. M as a way of differentiating, but I also like to use AFLM because I love how it makes grown men cry. <laughs> and that's like, I think that's what we can do, right? Yeah. Like, that's the action we can take and like, let's let's do that. And yeah, but I just don't think it's going to change nationally anytime soon. But a little bit of a shift that we have seen this season is the AFL and AFL women's accounts, social media accounts are pushing back on the trolls. And I absolutely love it oh yeah it's just you know four years too late but it's just been great yeah yeah it's been really yeah pretty pretty funny to watch yeah yeah and so they should Mm. you know yeah 
call it out. Yeah, call it out. Yeah. So, Caddy, well, so Caddy, what do you think? <laughs> there wasn't much space there for me. To yeah, jump no. On. Yeah, sorry, we've had a beer each night. <laughs> yeah, I've just come in from the training. I'm sipping on my water. These two have been sitting drinking beers waiting for me. So that's what I'm faced with, people. I was just going to say that um, I just have like a nice little anecdote, I suppose, of my friends who have a two-year-old who are big, big fans of women's football, also fans of, of men's football, football in general. Mm. But now um, I just love that when the men are on playing football, they point at the TV to their kid and go, hey, look, men can play football too. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> and I just think that's just so beautiful. And I, I just love it so much. It's just like, hey, yeah, how easy is it to change the conversation? That's right. It's that easy. Yeah. It's and that's that way easy. more powerful, right, than yeah. like trolling someone on Twitter yeah. or worrying about, you know, a letter on the – Yeah. Know, like, uh, yeah, I just think that those stories are so lovely. And Let's not worry about the opinion – of someone whose opinion's never going to change. True. Like, never, ever. It's not like yeah. there's blokes that have decided they hate women's footy. They're not going to change their mind. So why give them any air? Let's not. Yeah. Let's call it. Yeah. <laughs> We're done. We're done. <laughs> We're done. We're not talking just about want, it. I just want – I do really want to acknowledge the way that the, the AFL are dealing with them, yeah. though. I think they're, they're doing it really, really well. And I just wanted to – congratulate them i think for doing it in a way that's appropriate and yeah. hell yeah safe yeah. and all of those things yeah because it is just a fact that we all have to deal with it mm. um and i think it's been so far do- dealt with really well yeah so last week hiba made us do footy tips i have said from the outset that i am terrible at tipping i got three how did you go caddy uh i just don't even know why you had me back this week. I obviously know nothing about anything. I got three as well. I yeah. think it just means you overanalyze it. Yeah. You know too um, much. That's it. You're mm. right. You're so right. There. I work with an Irishman that wins tipping every year. <laughs> and he's just like. That's a nice color. Like changes up his like reasoning every round. I'm like, yeah. mate. No idea. Yeah. Well, I can see where this is going because Hibber got five. So we're saying that Hibber. I don't know. In. I don't know how, but it is somehow rigged. <laughs> yeah, she's not here. She can't defend herself. Yeah, let's go at her. So um, let's quickly. Hiba has sent in her tips, <laughs> but don't want to leave you out, Al. So thank you. So you it's can so nice of you. <laughs> so you can join in. Or guest tipper. Why guess don't you veto Hiba's tips if you don't agree? Yeah, done. <laughs> <laughs> guess guest tipper. Okay, so. Oh, I don't know where I'd rather be on Valentine's Day, but the Bulldogs take on Melbourne at Witten Oval on Friday night. I think That's you like mean Galentine's Day. Yeah. I'm there. <laughs> yeah. Galentine's Day, guys. It's <laughs> Galentine's Day. It's all about Galentine's. <laughs> um, I, ooh, I am going to tip Melbourne. I reckon I'm going to go doggies. The reason I'm tipping Melbourne, though, is because Izzy Huntington is out. Concussion. Concussion. Yeah. And they've lost another as well, I yeah, think. Yeah, Celine Moody. Mm. I'm still going to go dogs. Witten Oval. They play it well. Ellie Blackburn looked really good last week. <sighs> Question for you. 
what is a better sight in football? Taylor Harris, Pack Mark, or Ellie Blackburn goaling from 50 metres on the run? Uh, I don't know. Both of them, like, make give me the shivers. <laughs> How about Darcy nearly taking a Pack Mark? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Taking right. a screamer on her back midair. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Actually, that one probably Stop it, guys. Yeah, stop it. <laughs> We're getting carried away. We need to go on, take this offline. <laughs> so, who, who have you I would in? like to choose the Western Bulldogs for this okay. game. For the similar reasons as Alex. Yeah. Maybe we see a debutante in Morris Dalton this week if oh. Izzy Huntington's out. I don't know. I don't want to jinx her. Let's wait and see. That would almost change my tip, but I am going with Melbourne. Um, Hiba is also going with Melbourne. The next game, down in Tassie, North taking on GWS. It's impossible to go past North, surely. Yeah, they have to They have to win. They have to bounce back. I'm going to go. I'm tipping North. Yeah, agree. I mean, yeah, if they lose this, what what next? Yeah. So, I think it's yeah. North. And GWS are going to have to, like, recover from that slog, oh, hard slog, slog and, fest. you know, the torrential rain and then travel to Tassie all the way down to the island. <laughs> beautiful, you know, beautiful it's a lot. Tasmania. It's a big ask. So, yeah. Yeah. Up the Kangas. Next game. Who did Hibbert hit? Oh, sorry. Good, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You're out, girl. It's me. <laughs> out of sight, out of mind, Hibbert. <laughs> Hibbert has tipped North Melbourne. Yeah, good. Next game. Up at Metricon Stadium. Battle of the expansion teams. Gold Coast game. take on Richmond. I, you know what? I think I'm going to go with Gold Coast. I disagree. I think <laughs> Richmond will get it done up there. I think Katie Brennan, Queenslander, got something to prove. I know they would have gone pretty hard for her, I imagine. So, um, yeah, I think she needs to pick up a game a bit in that midfield and, and get the win for them. I think Richmond. I think. I was a little disappointed with them on Friday night, but get that first game out of the way. Let's see them play again this year, this year, this <laughs> year, this round. Um, I think list first list. It's I think Richmond has the better list. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, Heba has also tipped Gold Coast. Oh, I like this. It's like <laughs> us first them. Yeah, now. seriously. Yeah. <laughs> I'm basically just copying Hibber's <laughs> tips. <laughs> no, I actually do have my own opinion. Do have my own opinion. <laughs> <laughs> it's just very similar to Hibber's. Yep. Uh, oh, this is going to be great. This is the Western Derby, as they like to pronounce it. Uh, West Coast um, against Frio. I am going to go Frio. They were they were very good. We, uh, they were very we, good on Sunday. Yeah, you got to go there. Yeah. Oh, Frio were unreal. I feel like it's her time. Like I think they've been sort of like there about for a while. Yeah. And like you go, girls. Like they look like they're ready to, yeah, yeah, yeah. take it on. I reckon they have something to prove too. They got a couple of their players swiped away by yeah. the Eagles. I think that they're going to come out absolutely. So hard. Season two, Kiara Bowers. Oh, she's so, Unleash her. so good. She's so good. Yeah. Can yeah. I just say something also about the Fremantle game? Yes. How great was it somewhere in the middle of the game where they did one of those little promo things and they had 
the Antonios. Uh, Ebony and Cara. Yes, thank you. I'm terrible with names, sorry. On television, talking about their love story. That's cute. Photos of their wedding, <sighs> how they loved playing and training together. Just kind of groundbreaking. That's Positive what, queer stories yes. in AFLW. That's yeah. what yeah. That's what I want to that's what I want to see. I don't want to, I don't care about yeah. the coach. GWS guard of honor of the I male players. I don't care that the male players lined up before the game. So they should. Yeah. Yeah. They're, yeah. That, they're the stories that we want to see. Yeah. I agree, Katie. Just wanted to give that a shout that out. That is great. Yeah. No, totally and agree. Congrats great. to the newly married couple. Absolutely. Yes, and I love that she took her names. Do you? <laughs> so cute. Ooh. That was a big softie. <laughs> we can talk about that later. <laughs> no, but they're the Antonios. It's just yeah. the best Yeah, maybe thing. if like the person I was marrying's surname was Antonio, I'd be like, all <laughs> yeah. right, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> but otherwise, no. Okay, on Sunday, Geelong host Brisbane down at GMHBA Stadium. Oh, oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hibber tipped for you. Oh, whatever, oh, yeah. whatever, Hibber. Good. <laughs> You're old news, mate. She'll change it anyway, so she gets like seven, so <laughs> it doesn't matter. But, um, yeah, so I feel like I want to tip Geelong because it's in Geelong, but then I feel like I just keep underestimating Brisbane, so I don't know what to do. I think this is the hardest one of the round. It is the hardest one of the round. And I want to say Geelong, but I cannot confidently say Geelong. I can't confidently say – no, you're right. I can't confidently say Geelong, but I'm going to say Geelong because some of their ball movement was really great. Okay, same. I'm going to say Geelong. Geelong. And support my my girl, Melissa Hickey. Yeah. Yeah. We love Hickey. It's – I think – Hey, Brisbane love it when we underestimate them, so let's just say Geelong and see what happens. Very yep. true. Um, Heba has also tipped Geelong. <laughs> you sound like you're like calling the boring greyhound. <laughs> like, And Heba has also tipped Geelong. Um, oh, geez, this is going to be a goodie. Icon Park, Carlton v Collingwood. Gee, I hope Bree Davy gets up. This is going to be a cracker. I really hope Brie David gets up. Yeah. Yeah. For me, Carlton. Yeah. After watching both of them play live yep. on the weekend, Carlton were more impressive. Yep. I think I've just got a bit of Carlton fangirl thing going on, so mm. which is great. I love it. I'm going with it. Yeah. I'm, I'm going with Carlton too, I think. Yeah, a little tidbit. So, before last week, Collingwood had not won a game in the first three rounds of any AFLW season. Yes. So, I think they'll be so excited. They won't <laughs> know what to do with themselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all a bit much. And Carlton will we'll get it done. That was so good. That was so good. Heba has tipped Collingwood. Of course she has because she's... These magpies in her a na- dreams. Her name is Anthony. Sorry, are we going to use her correct name? Because it's Anthony not. Hibbert tips <laughs> Collingwood. Um, and the the last game in the round is at Highsense Stadium over in Adelaide. It is the Crows v St Kilda. I'm going to go the Crows because they just have to bounce back. I think after that performance in round. I one. think the Crows will win this by a mile. I think that's my guess. Yeah. Definitely the crows, mm. but it will be interesting to see how the little young saners travel. Go, yeah. Sometimes it is good to get away as a group and be 
away from the limelight a bit would have been yeah, a, like it's fun it's fun to have a road trip but you've also got to win <laughs> yeah no no no. but it would have been <laughs> i a, know what you mean would have been bonding. a really big build up you know first game at Moorabbin for yeah, a long time absolutely. you know it's good to just get off the radar a bit uh hiba has also tipped the crows <laughs> gosh he has well i um i think that's probably all we've got time for this week alex how thank, fun. Thanks, thanks so, much so much for having me. Yeah, thank you so much for filling in. Anytime. Anthony who? <laughs> I know. Oh, Glenn. News. I don't know. I listened to 10 minutes and I was like, oh, I don't have as many fun, funny stories as Hilda, so I'll just <laughs> leave it there and let her do her thing. But as the outgoing list manager taking or sitting in the seat of the incoming list mm. manager, yes, I think this is pretty appropriate. Yes. I agree. I really agree. Well, I don't know if, if it's been publicly announced, but... Rachel Hibbert will be taking on the role of Darabin VFLW list manager in 2020. It's very, very exciting, especially big shoes to fill. Very big, very big shoes to fill. Some very big signings to replicate. Yeah, just remember that I recruited the uh, VFL women's best and fairest winner. Winner, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Good luck, (laughs) Caddy. We will see you next week. Yeah, I'll be here. I'm always here. (laughs) Uh, Thanks for tuning in. See ya. See ya. See ya.